When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, hello there, folks. Is that your um? Is that your attempt at, at Mickey Mouse? That was kind of I good. thought that was pretty good. Thank you, Franco. I thought that was oh, good. I don't know if I'd call that good. Well, I don't really like pay. Like I don't really watch anything Mickey Mouse. That's just kind of. I think that's that. I get that from the South Park um, impression of Mickey Mouse. Oh. oh, so you're doing an impression of an impression? Yeah, that's and correct. And hoping that it, it comes off. Well, yeah, fair enough. If you uh, if you if you if you're wondering why I've chosen that fun funky intro today, well, <laughs> this is a bonus episode because a little bonus, a little extra. Jacks went to Disneyland, the bloody bastard. Yeah, I did. Um, what a bloody bastard. Well, you know, you know. I mean, personally speaking, I'm in lockdown here in Melbourne. It sucks. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's people yeah. all over America who would be like, whoa, Jack's got to Disney before we did. Um, it was like it's yeah. been probably the first massive thing that you've done since you got to the States, which is great. We're very happy for yeah, you. Well, yeah, we've been kind of hunkering down a lot because we have not been fully vaccinated and then it's that whole, you know, even once you're fully vaccinated, there's the whole, uh, you know, adjustment period of – you know, adjusting to being around people again yeah. because I mean, this this was probably the 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 most amount of people we've been around in over a year. So so um, it was kind of weird. Oh, well, I was about to get into questions, but first we'll preface this by this by saying this is just a little bonus content. Can we help you go to Disneyland? Uh, so yeah, we're just going to be yeah. chatting. It's kind of similar to the one we did about can we help you move to America? We're just going to sit and chat. Just a little bonus app because I think a lot of people will be very curious to know what the experience was like mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Land, um, and so that way we don't have to clog up our main podcast with all this chat about what a great time you had. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to hear about all the great time that I had, then skip this one and wait, wait, wait for Saturday. Wait for the next one. Oh, by the way, um, my name is is Sash, and and that guy's Jax. That's who we are. 
Oh, I think if if people are listening, I don't think anyone's jumping in. You never bloody on know, a, mate. We want people to jump in, right? We want people to come That's to exactly the podcast right. new. Exactly. So you always yeah, have to but, introduce uh, yourself. Yeah, okay. We used okay. to work together, right, then hi. we started a podcast together, and now here we are. And Jax is in LA, and I'm in Melbourne, and and he went to yes. Disney, and now we're going to talk. And you're about in a, it. you're in a proper studio. Oh my god, it is for the first so time in a long time. Nice to sit on a chair and do this because for so <laughs> long I have been sitting on the floor in front of a crate, crossing my legs for an hour at a time, and it's very uncomfortable. The only problem with this studio is that it's very hard to get it set up nicely. Um, and it's yeah. also really ugly. It's got black foam on the walls around it, so it's not very um, aesthetic. But it's probably sounding. But you nicer. sound great. Yeah, I sound much better, don't I? Yeah, yeah. We might see what we uh, what we can do about this going forward, so I don't have to. Until I can okay. get a proper setup at home, it'd be nice to be able to record in a proper studio. So mm. we will Absolutely. see. We'll see how it turns out. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Can we help you go to Disneyland? Oh, is that? Yeah, that was the cue. Ah, sorry, I didn't realise. <laughs> we, we don't have questions this time, so no. it's hard to know when to press a button. I just thought I'd throw to you and see if you were on the ball. Oh, great. I was ready. I, my mouse was. Anyway, doesn't matter. We got that. Your mouse, like Mickey Mouse. Um, Mickey Mouse. He's on my T-shirt, actually. I got a new that T-shirt. That is a cool T-shirt. That it's bought. kind of like Thank you. egg yolk yellow. Um, and, yeah, it's got Mickey doing the hand on the hip uh, arm out. And he's oh, like, oh, I'm yeah. So you went to Disneyland. Now, I've only ever yes. been to Paris Disney, but I kind of assume uh-huh. that they all have, because I was watching your Insta stories at Made for America. You yes. were putting a bunch up and I was watching. Yeah, I've actually, I've, I've saved them all as a little highlight if you, in case you missed it. Nice, nice. All right, people can go check that out. Um, one thing yeah. I noticed was um, like as you're walking in, like the mm. entrance, oh, sorry, the mm. entrance and everything is like, and they play the music and it's like this, you feel the anticipation building as you're like walking towards the entrance. It's like, and for you, particularly after the 18 months we've all had, um, it must have yeah. been so freaking exciting. It was like, I mean, in, in normal times they have that soundtrack that just, it's the constant soundtrack. It doesn't matter where you are, you can hear the music. Yeah. And you don't even, you don't even realise it half the time, but it's that sort of, it was a feeling of like, ah, oh, this is like back to normal. It was exciting. Yeah, I bet. You know, to, to get to do something relatively normal again. So 30% capacity, am I right there? 35% capacity at the moment. Still looked like there um, were a lot of lines. Yeah, so what the way that they've done it is so there used to be there's a system where that they use which is a fast pass system mm-hmm. and you can either do it on your phone these days or you can use scan your ticket and you get a fast pass and it tells you to come back at a certain time yeah. so you can kind of skip the queues and stuff like that. Anyway, they're not doing that at all. Right. So they don't have that. You can only line up, you know, with a couple of exceptions, there's a virtual um queue for a couple of the new rides. Mm-hmm. Um so and what's a, hang on, hang that, on. You basically, what's a virtual queue? Is that yes. like you join it on your phone and they hold your spot while yeah, you're doing so, other things? Yeah, so, okay, you have to, basically you can't really do much without the app on your phone, the Disneyland app. You keep your tickets there, mm-hmm. you order mm-hmm. all your food there, you, you basically oh. can't function without it really. So and you, you get these, um yeah. Sorry, with the food. So, like, you know how they have, yeah. like, little restaurants and stuff so you can't line up. I remember yeah. I, I lined up, I'm not joking, for 45 minutes for bloody fish and chips <laughs> from Toad's little cabin. I do love how all the restaurants are themed, though. Like, it's just Disney just yeah, nails it. Like, they just yeah, do we, such yeah, a good know, job at all that shit. We we went to um, the Red Rose Tavern, which uh, is based on 
Beauty and the Beast. Tavern? And so, well, it's it's Tavern with an E. Tavern. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, why are you saying it like that? You sound like a wanker. No, t- Tavern. Tavern. Anyway. Is it Italian? Anyway, we've got to try the- Sit in Italy. Sit. Set in Italy. No, they're French. Oh, not French. That's um, Candelabra. The Candelabra. What's his name? Lumiere. He's French. Are they in England? I don't know where it's set, actually. Why is oh, it no, they're in France. They're in France. It's set in France. Taverne. I don't know. Anyway. Taverne. Yep, yep. So you couldn't line up. You had to order. You just order and then you sit at a table and wait? Uh, what happens is you hit the order food button and mm-hmm. it comes up with what's available and you get a little time. So it says your return window and you get half an hour and you order it. And when it gets to that time, it says your order window is now and you go, okay, yes, prepare my food. And then you rock up and you say, here's my order and then they give it to you. So I'm guessing they're trying to alleviate as many kind of instances where people are just kind of congregated. But but with that said, yeah. oh, okay, okay, here's my next question then. Is there social distancing mm. in the lines for rides? There is. So that's why so it looks like there's a lot of people there. Right. But the reason for that is because normally everyone just crams right yeah, into totally. the queue, right? I remember and one, everyone's like. Yeah, Shane had a panic attack, my fiancé, in um in the line for, uh, it was like the, um the uh, I think it was like a train or like a gold mine sort of ride. It, it wasn't. Big Thunder Mountain. Maybe. It was, yeah, it wasn't themed or anything. Like it wasn't like based on a movie. It was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because the lines, it goes inside and then you're like a snake, a coiled snake. Yeah, and yeah, you're all yeah. Just, round and round and round and round. Yeah, and, round, and he just like was like, whoa, I need to get out of here. I'm feeling real panicky. Because, yeah, like you do, yeah. you just completely <laughs> crammed together. And a lot of the time you're inside as well. So you're just like completely undercover in some of them. Yeah, Uh, and so what they've done is socially distance the queues. So you're sort of between three and six feet away from Mm -hmm. the people in front of you and they've got little markers on the ground that says, please wait here. That sounds great. And it's good. Well, it's good, but it kind of, it means that the queues uh, go all the way. So we were looking at, we got in the queue for Snow White and it like literally goes all the way out and around and down and then around past the, ca- the castle and then back and around and out the front of Frontierland and we're like, fuck me, that's the longest queue I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it's not but really you, that long. Like you know that you're socially no. distanced in there, which means. Exactly. And so that way you don't have that's people like long. standing on the back of your feet and like breathing on yeah. you. I think we should petition for, for theme parks to always run. Like COVID times, thirty five percent capacity, yeah. social nah, distance. I agree. It was nice. You can order your food on a nap. You don't have to stand in those bloody lines because that's the worst thing. Theme parks are like one of the greatest places on earth. I love a theme park, but far out mm. the lines and the crowds and the people and the screaming children. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> COVID theme parks sound like a great time. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, t- to be honest, there was still a lot of people there. I mean, yeah. 35% capacity. I don't know what full capacity is, and I don't know if I've ever been when it's been at full capacity. Right. But 35% still was a lot more than I kind of thought it was going to be. Yeah. And so, like, if we weren't fully vaxxed, I would probably would have been like, this is way too many people. Sure. But, you know, being fully vaccinated, it's sort of like, yeah, well, whatever. Interesting thing I noticed, yeah. you took a photo of a sign that said you had to be fully masked. Yes. Doesn't the US yes. have a law at the moment where if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask? They do, but it doesn't matter. Okay, so that's just Disney's rule. They want people to come in yeah. fully masked. Yeah, wear a mask. Uh, yeah, basically. Mm. So, and to be honest, I wasn't sure because obviously coming from Melbourne where we've had masks and 
people are generally a bit complacent Absolutely. with mask yeah, wearing, right? Definitely. They I'm do among it, them. I'm but not going to act it. like a high and mighty person either. I can be pretty yeah. annoying sometimes with it. And they do it because you do it because you have to. You're like, oh, I've got to wear my bloody mask yeah. and you put it on yeah. and then any chance you get, you take it off. And you know what I've noticed a lot of people in Melbourne do is they hold a coffee <laughs> and have their mask off. So cheeky. As if like, oh, I'm drinking a coffee. I don't need to wear a mask. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not actually drinking it. You're holding it for 35 minutes without a mask on being like, oh, I've still got a coffee, guys. Yeah. But uh, here at Disneyland, everyone is super compliant and – you can't, uh, so you can't eat or drink and walk. You have to oh, be in their desig- what they call the designated, designated dining area yeah, right. if you want to eat or drink. Yep, okay, makes and sense. And then you can take your mask off, but people are r- really good and it's policed extremely well. Right. Like, like the staff will just, just call people out and they're like, put your mask on. In fact, we were on Splash Mountain and we're coming up right to the sort of the very end has a big uh, hill that yep. you go up and then you, you splash, splash down. down. And just before that, they stopped the ride because clearly someone had taken their mask off and this chick comes over the thing. She goes, keep your mask on at all times on the ride. Oh, my God. So, okay, well, yeah. that's my next question. What's it like to ride a roller coaster, like something going really fast, mm. uh, with a mask on? That must have been kind of like obst- uh, claustrophobic a little bit because you kind of, when you're on a ride, right, particularly like hydro- your adrenaline's pumping, you know, yeah. your blood's pumping, your heart's racing, you know, you're really excited and, you know, people would probably <gasps> breathe a little bit heavier than normal. Is mm. it um, – was it hard with a mask on to be going on those sort of things and all that? I didn't mind it. Actually, I mean, we're kind of used to wearing masks now because we've had to every time we go out here, but – I actually didn't mind it. And it's kind of good because as you're going so fast, the wind rushes and you kind of – because the mask gets quite warm yeah, on your face, yeah. but it kind of cools you down a bit. Yeah, right. Still a lot of people screaming and stuff, yeah. but they're screaming into the mask, which is good. Yeah, yeah. You don't get you don't get spittle on you. And are the rides like full capacity? So say it's like a six-person ride, are they going for four instead of six or is it full? It's socially distanced on the rides as well. So you get socially distanced queues. Yep. And then when you get there, you get um, social distance on the ride. So you – like for example, uh, I think it was Space Mountain, right? Mm. There was a, you can fit six in a so two, two, and two, two then two, then two behind each other mm-hmm. in a one sort of car, um, and it was just two of us in the very middle, and then the car in front, I think, had four at the front, so there was like quite a distance quite between them and Spacious. us, and then quite a distance between us and then the next people. So, in fact, the the new Star Wars ride that we went on. You know, we were like, there was like maybe three or four other people in the different sort of um, things with us, and that was it. Yeah, it was it was weird, but it was great to basically be the only people, you know, on the ride. It's so cool at that time. I like, I, I, it was cool. I do. I like literally think that theme parks should just run like that, or you should be able to buy like a VIP ticket to a to a socially distanced day where you can just like spread out and have less people well, yeah. around. I mean, you stuff. probably could do that, but it would probably cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah, of course. You could do that. But it was actually, it was really, I mean, and I thought well, this will never happen again. We'll never be in a situation where we're on this ride and be the only people on it. Absolutely. In this one car. Okay, so I guess then my next question, we've kind of had a rough overview of, you know. Yeah. All the, all the COVID measures. Mm-hmm. How do you compare it? Because you've been, have you been to this particular park before? First question. Yes, a okay, sec- number of times. Okay, yes. cool. So you, you're familiar with it. You know what it's like to go to Disney non-COVID. Mm. Second question is, how, like overall, like overall experience, yep. 
How was it? Did it feel weird? Did it feel shit? Were you kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe Like, you know, like we just talked about some of the perks. But was there an element where it mm. was like, man, this kind of sucks. I just wish it could be like the old days. No, I thought it was great. I thought everything about it was awesome. <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, it was I think the fact that we haven't been able to do anything like this for so long yeah. made it even more exciting and yeah. even more fun, even though there weren't parades and there weren't, you know, nighttime spectaculars and all that stuff. I thought it was great. They they did a good job of, you know, they have characters on around kind right? of waving and on the balconies and stuff, yeah. That was going to be my other question because a lot of people, I don't get it, right? I don't get this thing with yeah. Disney wet. I get it, I guess, for little kids, but, like, when adults go and take a photo with Mickey, <laughs> like, that they have to you know line up. Mickey? You have to line up. It's not fucking Mickey. It's a guy in a suit. Like, come on. It's Mickey Mouse. He talks now. He talks to you. Uh, I just, I don't get it. I Like I said, I get it for the kids, but I don't get it for the adults. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you want to line up and pay cash to cuddle a guy in a suit. Like, come on. But I noticed in your stories, again, go check out at Made for America's Insta. He's highlighted oh, them yeah. all. Um, yeah, there was a princess up on one of the balconies. So is that it? They just kind yeah. of wave to you from the distance sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. So oh, they that's have, kind they, of they sad. Had, um, they had, there was sort of a, they had a socially distanced princess meet and greet near, near where we were for Snow White mm-hmm. and it was sort of, a th- uh, th- there was kind of a, a line that you could follow and wave and talk to them, but they were, you know, six or eight feet away mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. you. Um, and then at the end we saw there was Mickey and Goofy and Pluto kind of waving from the steps. So they, they wave at you and, and it's it's not the same. You can't hug them. You can't really get a photo with yeah. them. But, you know, they're there, I guess. If, if you if characters are part of the reason you like to go to Disneyland, then you're crazy. they're there and it's still sort of part of the... Okay. Well, I don't think you're crazy if that's part of the reason <laughs> that you want to go. part of the reason you want to fucking go to Disneyland is to hug a guy in a suit or a girl pretending to be a princess who's paid 20 bucks an hour. You are crazy and you need better hobbies. I think you'll find a lot of people go for that reason. Not adults. Come like it's on. The sa- it's the same yeah. as adults like going to get like Santa photos around Christmas. It's cute. It's a good Instagram post. It's fun. People do yeah. it. I, I think it's silly. I think it's very silly. Would you do it, Franco? Would you nah. take a photo with Mickey Mouse? Franco wouldn't. I, if I was there by myself, I wouldn't. But I just know if I was there with my girlfriend, that's the sort of thing she'd be into and I'd be happy to go along. <laughs> Oh, Peter. Oh, we've got a raised hand, so, Peter, pa- our intern Peter. Yeah, intern Peter, um, he joins us during most of our records. What's your question? Oh, no, I was just going to say um, I actually went to Tokyo Disneyland in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I literally spent an hour and a half in queue just to meet Mickey Mouse. No, Peter, no. And was it worth it? Yeah, of course it was. Of no, course it was worth it. Thank you, thank you. I thought so much better of you, Peter. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> How much did you pay? Hey, we already don't pay him. Don't offend oh, him as well. Sorry. How much did you pay? Oh no, it was free. Yeah. Oh, it's free. Okay, but you have to. You line don't up. pay to see the characters. Oh, you you pay, pay to go to the park to take a photo. But no, but the, no, they come as part of it. But the line, you see the line, and you're like, okay, that's definitely at least forty five minutes. I'm committing to it. That that that's crazy. That's the crazy part to me. But you know, each to their own. Whatever. And you know sorry. what? It's actually not too bad because when you're in the queue to meet Mickey Mouse, the queue actually goes through Mickey's house. So it's actually not too bad. Like it's a nice yeah. atmosphere and it's a good experience. I, you should try it, Sash. It's all interactive shit. You get to see where Mickey lives. You know. I want to see where Mickey lives. Okay. That sounds great. Fine. No. 
the thing I loved most when the princesses came out near a ride was that that's where everyone went. And so Shane and I would like run to a ride that was near where like the, the experiences were happening so that you could, you could have, it was like, we went to, we did the shorter lines, right? Yeah. Yeah. We did the, um, it's a small world ride, which is like one of my favorite rides. I love Terrible ride. ride. It was so, I love a log ride. I love being in the water. Um, I thought it was magical it was so cool but um we did that during the parade because we were like all right we don't want to watch yeah yeah fake. good time to do it yeah great. If, you do, if you're not into the parade that's a good time to do it so what else isn't happening at the moment so no meet and um, greets you said there's no parade or no parade or like no the fireworks shows or, or anything, anything like that yeah oh that no sucks. which well it does but i kind of feel like it, it i mean we still spent like nine and a half hours there even with short queues and all of that sort of stuff so it's still a pretty solid day. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it's actually good in a way because when there's the, the night spectaculars and things like that, like the fireworks and, you know, California Adventure as the, you know, uh, fountain show or whatever, um, you kind of feel almost pressured to stay to the end of the day so you can see that. Yeah. So you end up having this like 12, 13, 14-hour day. Mm-hmm. You know that that gets really exhausting. I feel like it was good to sort of do a solid nine and a half hours and go home and not be like, "Oh, we're going to miss this. Oh, we're going to miss that." Yeah, you know, yeah. I kind of like that. And I will say, it's like they've spent the last year just like tightening everything up mm. and making sure everything's looking good and repainting and putting in you know new faces on things. Like it, it felt schmick. Like it's it's been a long time since I've been to Disneyland where it's felt like it's. You know, I mean, Disneyland operates every single day, yeah. without fail. Yeah, yeah. Are they yeah. open on Christmas? And yeah, yeah, every day. The, the only time they've ever closed before it was like uh, COVID, World War Two, right? Was like nine eleven, right? Oh, and I think when JFK was shot, I feel like I read that somewhere. I don't even think then. I think they might have, but yeah, nine eleven. Wonder why they closed on nine eleven. Um, I wonder if they were well, worried they about the security. Well, they thought it could be a target. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, they opened on 9-11 then they were like, no, we have we to have close. To close yeah. Anyway, uh, so they've closed for a year. And so um, when you generally when you go, it's great and it's a really good time, but some of the rides feel like they need a bit of maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, something's not quite, you know, uh, it's not it's like not, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I get you. I get you. It's kind of like that's how most Australian theme parks feel even when they're new. You're just kind of like, oh, man, everything just needs a bit of a yeah. touch-up in and here. No, I mean, not to say that it's bad or anything like that or that it's really, you know, shoddy or whatever, but just it just feels great. But, like, this time it was like everything was, like, Top-notch level. <laughs> like like the boss was coming to town and you had to make sure yeah. everything was Everyone perfect. Everyone tidy up your desks, make sure that you've got yeah. you know, no rubbish in your bin sort of thing. Like let's make this as primo as we possibly yeah. can. And so so that was great because it was it was almost like, I mean, these rides that I've been on a number of times and know like the back of my hand, right? Yeah. Still a lot of fun, but it was like riding them for the first time again because they were so, you know, Perfectly done. Did you have like, did you get home and like you couldn't sleep because you were so worked up? You know, like when you work your first shift at a job, like say, like I remember when mm. I used to do like cafe shifts and you get home at like nine o'clock and you can't sleep because you're so, you're pumping on adrenaline. Were you just so freaking excited that you got home and you're like, I can't sleep. I just want to run around and think about Disney. Uh, no. Not that nah, What up. happens is, or what, what, what I find is you spend the day really worked up and then. You're exhausted. By the time you get home, you're just so fucked because you spent the day on your feet. You spent the day in the sun. Yeah, yeah. 
you're just absolutely exhausted. And then at the moment, the trams aren't running. So normally you get a tram from the car. car park to the front to the front gate. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not running at the moment. So it's like a 15-minute walk back to your car and you're like, fuck me. You've been walking around all day. 15 <sighs> minutes shouldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. No, no. At the start at the start of the day, you're like, oh, this is quite a walk. And then at the end of the day, you walk out and you're fucked yeah. and you're like, I've got a 15, another 15-minute oh, walk ahead of me. You're making me really want to re- – sorry. You're making me really want to – What are you doing? Oh, I was just trying to fix my ugly black um, – uh, uh, foam that's on the wall in this disgusting oh, studio, right. and I knocked my water bottle over at the same time. You're making me uh, want to relive my um my trip to Disney and just just to do that stuff again, like be overseas in another country and yeah. just be like, oh yeah, we're we're going to Disney. Um, this is kind of it's not on the top. Oh, actually, no, I had a COVID question that I wanted to ask you first. So yes, they obviously would have COVID marshals like out and about. Are they dressed up? Are they like you know themed? Do they like? Is there something that's disnified about the COVID marshals or are they just out there being like, put your mask on, sanitize no, this table? No, I don't think there's any specific COVID marshals. They all have um, they all have the same mask. So there's obviously a Disney issue mask, which is available in single use and reusable. So what is it? So some people have the single use version. Is it a Mickey it's face? It's just sparkly. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. No, no, it's just kind of sparkly and just kind of, yeah, understated. I like that. Um. Yeah, uh, but I think all the staff kind of share the role of being COVID marshals. So, you know, there was a, you know, when when we bought some churros, the guy before us, the woman serving was like, you know, make sure that you can, remember, you can only sit in a designated dining area, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, she also, then a, a girl walked past with a water bottle and her mask off and she was like, Put your mask on, oh you know. God. And so I think they all sort of share the responsibility of marshalling the COVID rules. Yeah, yeah. And I bet people are just so willing to comply. I'm sure like when you bought tickets, was it like a huge process of like being like, I agree to wear it or like, you know, uh, information that was like you have to wear a mask at all times. Yeah, like this, they don't yeah, let yeah. you forget. They don't – you can't just be like, oh, whatever. No, it's – Plastered everywhere. Yeah. There's signs everywhere that say you have to wear a mask. There's hand washing, pop-up hand washing stations, which are a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, and on the website, it's like the whole top of the website is all the information. And then, but they, I mean, you still have to sign a thing that says you have to agree to a thing that says there's an inherent risk of COVID. And if I catch COVID, I'm not going to sue Disney because it's my choice really? to come here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've seen that anywhere since COVID started of like a disclaimer. Really? No, I don't. I can't think of anywhere where it's been like, I agree that I might catch COVID at this location and I rescind any will or want to sue this place. Sorry, I didn't word that. Really? No, no. No, I don't um, think I've seen that anywhere. When we also to Universal, we go into Universal. um, But, yeah, uh, Disney and Universal both have things when you buy tickets that say, by coming here, there's an inherent risk of catching COVID. By doing anything basically in public, there's inherently a risk of catching COVID, which is wildly um, infectious and deadly and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm not going to sue you if, if I catch it and die. Have, basically, there, yeah. have there been any cases linked to Disney or Universal or anything like that that you've heard of? Well, I mean, here, Disney and Universal have only been open a couple of a month and a half or, or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Orlando, they've been open for a while. I don't know of any cases that have been linked, but the the contact tracing is not quite the same here as it is back home. Yeah, yeah. We're like, you know? we have, yeah, that's part of why we're in lockdown because they were like, well, there's 
Yeah. We know exactly where all these people have, have been and yeah. where they've caught it or where we think they've caught it, whereas in the US they're like, is there like daily, sorry, a little bit off topic, is there like daily reporting yes. of case numbers in the US as like part of yeah, the yeah. news or do you have to like go and look for that information? I feel like the US doesn't well, it's, care. Like when, when well, I look at the cases and it's like, oh, we had two cases today and we're in a full lockdown and they're like, well, this isn't looking very good for us. And in the US they're like, oh, yeah, 200 cases a day. It's all good, guys. Like we can do essentially whatever yeah, we well, want. I mean, California's now under 1,000 cases a day, which is pretty good. When you consider there's 40 million people in California, mm. less than 1,000 cases a day is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, they report the case numbers every day. But I think, I think the difference is over here – and I'm not sure if it's because of the way that it kind of unfolded with Trump and everything like that. Mm. But it sort of it sort of seemed like, remember at the very start of the pandemic in Australia when we were like, okay, we have to flatten the curve, we have to make sure our hospitals aren't overwhelmed and, you know, then reopen yeah. and, and so that we keep our, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then very, very quickly we became, it became this thing of like, no, no, we can't have any cases yeah, at elimination. all. Elimination. Nothing at all. Yeah. Elimination, absolutely nothing. Mm. No people in hospital. We don't know what's going to happen. Lockdown till there's zero. Yeah. Whereas over here, I feel like it's been like as long as the hospitals, you know, aren't over capacity, as long as the healthcare system can keep up with, you know, the people who are being hospitalized, then, you know, that's sort of manageable. Yeah. It's a different kind of strategy. Yeah. I get that. I wish we would do that here sometimes because, yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about boring, shitty Melbourne lockdown. Let's talk about fun, happy Disney. Um, New rides, any new rides um, since you have last been? Yes, so there's a new Star Wars land, which is really cool. So was that even if you don't like Star Wars, yeah. it's still cool. It looked really cool in your stories, like it was like like you were walking mm. through the desert in a planet on Star Wars. I don't know. Any yeah, some names. kind of planet, some kind of place. Um, so that's cool. There's I'm um, actually we're recording this um, basically straight after I went to Disneyland, mm. but this coming weekend I'm going to California Adventure where there's another new ride, which is Avengers Land, oh. and there's a new Spider-Man ride. So hopefully I'll be able to get onto that. Anyway, so the virtual boarding, the virtual queuing, which I spoke about earlier, mm. is for these new rides. Yep. <clears throat> you have to get on at 7 a.m. As in like on, on the, the virtual queue. You have to join the virtual queue at yeah, 7 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically there's a, the, what they call boarding groups and you get allocated a boarding group yep. and uh, throughout the day they call specific boarding groups mm-hmm. to come and do the ride. Yep. They run out in like seconds. Wow. And you got in? So we got in. So it, nice. like literally I had my watch and I was like counting down to seven. I was like, all right, let's go. I've got, so you know, stressful. we've all got phones going and like very stressful, but we got on. I don't get it. How, um, how could it, like, book out, though, when it's only at 35% capacity? Like, I don't understand. Because, Well, see, the thing is, it's the new rides, so literally everyone wants to go on them. Yeah, right. Doesn't everyone so want to every go on every ride? every single person who's there. I want to go on, aside from, uh, like, the baby know. rides, I want to go on every ride when I'm at a theme park. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, including the new rides, right? So, of course, you want to go on that. So, anyway, they book out. Um but we were lucky enough to to get on, and they, so they release it at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. and then they release another kind of group at twelve p.m. So then, and does you that, can hear, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you go. 
and you can hear in the park. So if you're in the wherever you are in the park, it it like clicks over to twelve, and you hear this like collective cheer as all these people get their boarding group. Oh my god, it's weird. That's so funny. So you so you just yeah. keep your your an eye on so. What if you like get into the park at ten and your but your thing mm. your ride pass is at ten? Like, how do you do? You have to like run well, straight to the Star t- Wars ride. It tells you on when you get your boarding group. It says estimated wait time, so estimated time till you're going to be cold. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have a vague um, idea. So, so you have a fair idea of, of how long that's going to take, and then once you get called, you have an hour. So, oh, okay, um, all right. You know, yeah. If you called at ten, then you have till eleven to get there. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, moving on. Oh, any other rides that were a highlight, or that were new, or that were shit, maybe. And don't uh, say no, it's they're a small all great. world because it's a small world. Did you write it's a small world? I didn't go on it's a small world. Not worth it. Um, <laughs> what, what's it's a small world? Have you been to? It's a small world. It's you. Have you been to Disneyland? I haven't, but I, I feel like I've heard of every ride that you're talking about until this one. So okay, okay. So Simpsons. Yep. And Family um, Guy. The Duff Beer. Oh, yeah, and Family Guy, apparently. But the, the Duff Beer ride, you know, Duff Beer for, for me, yeah, Duff, Duff Beer, beer for you. you. That's based on It's a Small World. Oh, that's incredible. One, so it's like a little boat and you sit in the little boat and it actually goes for quite a while. I feel like I was in that ride for five to ten minutes. Like it feels quite you, long. Yeah, it goes for way too long and you go through the whole world yeah. and it's like just little characters in different world costumes going, it's a small world after it's all. Right, and they're all just like creepily singing and dancing at you. Yeah, yeah, but they're like robots. Yes. Like they're not real people. That kind of makes it creepier. It's so great. Yeah. And you're in a boat. I just love rides when you're in a boat. It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is one of my favourites because you're in like this dark room. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. That was we didn't fun- go on that either. Oh, uh, that was a great ride. I loved that ride. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, Indiana Jones is really good. They've like, I don't know, fixed that up to make it a bit more fun. Space Mountain was really good. Again, they've like fixed that up to make it more fun. And the new, the brand new Star Wars ride is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like four different elements. You, you start off in a like a, a ship and then the ship gets taken by some the evil people and then you walk out and the evil, it's like a little show and you walk past these stormtroopers and then they put you in jail so you're in a little <laughs> cell and then you get cut out, you get rescued and then you go into this like little droid thing and then it's like running around trying to escape. Anyway, it's So it's you just really walk cool. through it? You don't actually sit down and go for a ride? It's just No, no, you don't want oh, It sounds like you're like walking through and no, Shane and no, I accidentally no. went on a ride like that at the Backlot Studios in the Paris Disney oh, yeah, and we were like, yeah, this looks really yeah. fun and it, we were just fucking standing there with a fake fire and they're like, whoa. Uh, yeah, and we're just no, like, oh, this was shit. Why do we get on this one? And we waited for quite a while to go on it too because yeah. we thought it was a real ride. Um, the other question I wanted to or ask Or you go you, like, for example, oh, yeah. the one at, um, I don't know what it's like at Paris, but in, um, I don't know, I don't know if they still have it, but in Florida there's one that's like a, Always a short queue, and you're like, "Oh, this will be great," <laughs> and it's just like a tram tour of the backlot. Yes, which yes. at one point was a was a working studio, but now is not a working studio. So oh. you're just like traveling through a tram tour no, of nothing, really. Actually, I really enjoyed that because they had the fake. They showed how they did like the water coming over the top, and it like comes at you, and they like move yeah. the tracks. I actually found yeah, that really so. fun. Um, food hit me. What did you eat? What was your favorite? Yes. Um, Go. <laughs> I don't have any other questions to okay, ask about so, food. <laughs> <laughs> we did uh, churros, which are amazing. Yeah. Disneyland churros yep. are the best churros in the world. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I think you should ask people who invented churros about that. I don't care. <laughs> They're the best in the world. Okay. Churros? Dipping uh, sauce? For, any dipping for lunch, sauce? 
no, no, you don't get to, no, no. No dipping sauce. Who has churros without dipping sauce? No, that's too difficult. That's too no, 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 no. Too difficult. It doesn't need it. It doesn't need anyway, it, but sometimes uh, it's nice. It doesn't it. need it. It doesn't need it. Okay. Uh, for lunch, we stopped in at the Red Rose Tavern, as I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, what do we? Oh, so that it's like flatbread pizzas. They were quite good. Yep. And then um, for dessert, we had uh, the grey stuff from Beauty and the Beast. You know. Yeah. Try the no, grey stuff. S- it's delicious. Don't believe me. Ask the dishes. Yeah. No. I um. I saw that. I. I. What you, have you not seen Beauty and the Beast? Not for years and years and years. It was never one of my favourites as a kid. So what is it like? A cookie with some grey cream on top. That's what it looks it's like. It's a cookie on the bottom. Yeah. It's a cookie on the bottom, and then uh. It's like a red velvet cake. In the middle of the red velvet cake is like a raspberry centre. Mm-hmm. And then around the red velvet cake is like a cookies and cream mousse. Okay, yep. With little bubbles of stuff. Yeah, that stuff just doesn't <gasps> That's Like I get why people like that stuff, but that stuff just doesn't appeal to me. I don't mind like a cup, a red velvet no, cup. No, you would cake. like it. Yeah. I just feel like it's one of those things you'd have two bites of and be like, okay, that's enough. I can't possibly eat another bite. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, it's good. Okay. I'm telling you, it's good. Anything else? Anything else fun? Uh, what else? Do- Tried to get Dole Whip, but uh, you couldn't get it. They'd run out of uh, return Dole. times, return windows. Yeah, like, you know, pineapple. Oh, uh, no. Like Dole pineapple. No, 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 no. It's like a soft serve thing mm-hmm. made from pineapple flavour. Oh, my God, yum. It's really good. Any merch, any uh, takeaway things? Did you buy me a present? That's the most important thing. I bought three T-shirts for myself. And what about for me? Um, well, I'm going back on Saturday. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what. You have to I buy will... me something. <laughs> Fuck. What do you want? I want you to buy me a gift and I want you to decide when you're walking through the merchandising stores... I want. Oh, I should have worn yeah. my Disney jumper today. I have a. I have a jumper from yeah. Disney. I really like it. Um, I just want you to decide what you think I would like. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be expensive. Right, it can I'll, be a pencil. I just. I want you to get me a Disney gift and then hang on to I'll it. Get, I'll get you something. Sasha, would you be happy with a pencil? Probably not. But I'm just trying. I don't want him to. You know. I don't want. I don't want to build up. No. The no. Pressure. I'll. Okay. <laughs> There's more merch shopping to be done on the weekend, okay. so I will. I will pick something for you. Yep. And, well, not this coming episode, but the one after that, I will present it to you. Yes, I can't wait. Um, All right, I do have to go, but is there anything else that you think we've missed in terms of the uh, COVID Disney experience? Um, No, other than you should go. I mean, obviously you can't, but if you you could, if you happen to live in California, then you should go. I would be in Disneyland right now, but I can't. So that's why we're living vicariously through you. We will all go okay. again well, one day. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, if you want to, um, at Made for America, there's the highlights from uh, Disneyland and I'm also going this Saturday to California Adventure where I, where I will also post lots and lots of stories. So if you want to follow that, you can hit me up there. Beautiful. I can literally feel the ground shaking of someone walking towards this studio, so I have to vacate. Thank you very much. Thank you, Peter okay. and Franco, for joining us Thank as you. well. It was lovely. Lovely to see you all again. And uh, we will see A little you. midweek adventure. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed uh, Jax's Disney adventure and my crippling jealousy. So um, we will see you on Saturday for a new episode of Can We Help You uh, podcast. Please tune in and... The real version. Yeah, the real version. This was just a little bit... Uh, of a fun bonus. So thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.